Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! Get it on, we will. Mike Sempervivi here with you. This is Brian Alvarez's Wrestling Observer Live, the radio show that is with you every single day of your life, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, 7 UTC. And again at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 West, 0 UTC, Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. And on Saturdays, you can listen to Jim Valley's Wrestling Observer Live at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 Pacific. Speaking of Jim, he's going to be joining me after the next break. No, it's not Saturday. And yes, he was here yesterday. Two days in the Valley. Maybe I should say with the Valley. In the Valley? Inside of his mind, for sure. Because he can try to help me make sense of all this stuff in there here in the wrestling world. You can as well, too. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number we're using today. 1-800-878-7529. We can at least start today with good news. The biggest crime drama since the Lindbergh baby kidnapping is over. Apparently, at least. Via Instagram, the Tallahassee Police Department have announced they have found, located, procured, came into possession of the missing all-elite World Heavyweight Championship title belt of Chris Jericho. This whole adventure started when Jericho picked up the wrong luggage at an airport, headed to a Longhorn Steakhouse. And as Chris may or may not have eaten a Texas Tunyon, the limo driver doubled back to the airport, picked up the proper baggage, where he brought it back to Jericho, who later on discovered the belt was gone. Uh, on Twitter, at least, there was the, the mad, mad, mad world type of search and, and fun to try to get the belt back. But alas, somehow, some way this morning, the Tallahassee Police Department have found the title. And we are not sure where the belt is right now, if it's still in their possession or if it has been returned to Chris Jericho or a member of AEW management. But thank God, our long national nightmare is over. Lots to get into today. We got SmackDown, Clash of the Champions, New Japan, a ton of stuff going on there. And Jim Valley's going to be here to help me with it. You can too. 1 800 878 play. We'll be back. Wrestling Observer Live. Do you think all premium fuels are the same? Well, your engine doesn't. 
New Shell V-Power Nitro Plus helps keep your engine running like new because it's engineered to defend against four main engine threats. Gunk, wear, corrosion, and friction. So next time, choose Shell's most advanced fuel ever. It's fuel for thought. And engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Your clients want beautiful floors that stay beautiful. You want clients that stay happy after the job is done. Home Decorators Collection water-resistant 8mm flooring, exclusively from the Home Depot, is a laminate you can stand behind because it stands up to demanding homeowners. They get the beauty they want. You get to give them a quote that will floor them. Home Decorators Collection water-resistant 8mm laminate, just $158 a square foot, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only, see store for details. Honey, I just switched the family to Boost Mobile, and we got so much more. Awesome. Like what? We got four free LG Stylo 5 phones for the whole family. Four lines for just $25 per line per month with unlimited gigs. I smashed up the car a bit. And they have a super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Whoa, four free LG... Wait, back up. Did you just say you... Four free LG Stylo 5 phones? Yep. No, no. Something about the car? Oh, you mean Boost Super Reliable, Super Fast Network. Before that, the car smashing thing. What? The smashing deal we got. Four lines for just $25 per line per month? No. Between the four lines for $25 per line per month and the unlimited gigs part, you said I smashed up the car a bit. I did. It's completely smashed. We need a new vehicle. But four free phones. Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Offer ends 916.19 or while supplies last. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. One free device per line. Includes mobile optimized data. Additional terms and restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere. See BoostMobile.com or retailer for full details. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003, 800-485-6003, call right now, that number is 800-485-6003. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Welcome back to the show. Mike Sempervivi here with you, filling in for Brian Alvarez. Tune in, iHeart, American Forces Radio, over-the-air affiliate Sports Byline, or via podcast. However you're listening to us, well, thank you so much for spending part of your day with us. We aren't on Sirius XM today, but we are over the weekend. Fight Nation 156 and Dan Patrick Radio 211. It's where you're going to find Jim Valley's Wrestling Observer Live at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern, doing his best Drake impression going back-to-back these last two days is Jim Valley. Jim, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, Just trying to figure out uh, whether or not the belt has been found. I mean, uh, the Tallahassee PD posted a picture, but then they took it down, so I don't know what that means. Maybe they they updated it. I I think they put it back up there. 
They they put oh, it they? back okay. up, I think. Yes, it is it is updated. It is official that they have the belt in their hands. So the the gentleman that was shown pulling the 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 Kyle O'Reilly with the championship belt doing a little uh, a little axeman action, uh Pete Townshend style apparently, that picture is back up there and is okay. Well then let's break out a little bit of the bubbly and celebrate. A little bit of the bubbly there, the the I and by the way, I did notice that was Andre Cold Duck for that celebration. I know that may have been part of the lulls there with the the olives and the lunch meat, but I, I noticed that they they at least went with the Moet and Chandon in the hot tub. But uh, Jim, you know, it, it was funny. It's obviously uh, to have a back and forth with Chris Jericho, so I took a little bit of amusement in this on one aspect. But the other aspect is I'm a man who has traveled, and I have not traveled anywhere near to the extent that you have is certainly not on planes i but i always have this fear of of loss of luggage or picking up the wrong bag or having something happen like that especially because you could lose something valuable forget about just losing that pair of pants that you can replace it you know it's going to annoy you you spent 100 bucks on you know to <laughs> to to lose uh, however much that championship belt cost i mean that had to be terrifying for at least a little while for jericho and as somebody who travels a lot i mean how much of this is a concern for you how much has it happened to you over the years because it has to be just terrible uh you know we haven't lost anything that's terribly valuable certainly there are times where you go okay did i grab my nintendo switch uh one time uh the the cleaning people left my wife's um hair straightener in a drawer they put it in a drawer and that was easy to forget but then the hotel found it and sent it to us. Those things happen, but are we sure that this was an airport thing and not just a distracted person leaving it uh, in a in a uh, limousine or somewhere well, else? That, that's the thing is uh, apparently from what the the police report read and and this is not it's definitely not on the airport this is not on the airport losing it it's just i meant more of losing it in travel because here is the original police report for those who did not see this yesterday uh that popped up yesterday afternoon uh grand theft uh 2400 north monroe street the victim reported the theft of his championship wrestling belt while he was eating inside a Longhorn Steakhouse. The victim, who is Chris Jericho, stated that he arrived at the Millionaire Club Airport Terminal and placed the belt inside his rented limousine. The limo driver shuttled the victim to a Longhorn for dinner, where the victim remained at Longhorn while the limo driver returned to the airport. The victim had taken the wrong luggage from the airport, and the driver took it back to the terminal. When the driver picked it up, the victim of the restaurant... Uh, the victim from the restaurant, the belt was missing. Responding officers searched the limo in the airport for the belt without success. And then forensics was, was, was called out. And hopefully we have a forensic files on this later on down the line. But uh, yeah, apparently put the belt inside the limo. And then I guess somebody just plucked it out of there or accidentally somehow removed it from the limo. I can't wait for SVU missing belt unit. Dun, That's- dun. <laughs> It's just, you know, it, it, you couldn't because the belt has been found and because it apparently we don't know, but hopefully the belt is in good condition, still stable and is, is relaxing comfortably. Uh, it sounds in, like in the way, worst episode of Live PD ever. <laughs> but in a way, I mean, <laughs> if part of me says this, I'm not saying there couldn't be better publicity, but when you have this kind of funny publicity where all's well that ends well, I mean, the ball just seems to be bouncing pretty good right now for AEW. Well, 
Well, I don't want I uh, I wish I could remember who tweeted this out and give them credit, but somebody tweeted out Poor Cracker Barrel. They spent all this money to sponsor, and it was Long Longhorn Steakhouse that got all the free publicity. <laughs> really? That's, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And I think Cody Rhodes actually tweeted that out as well, too. So, you know, I'm more of a Cracker Barrel guy myself. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just a, a completely ridiculous situation. And obviously everything is kind of settled down there. And I know you talked to Brian a lot yesterday. You were out there for the show and everything, I guess, as we move on here into to Wednesday in the middle of the week. Is there any sort of postmortem you want to put on the last couple of days or anything like that as far as all the adventures go? And some of the fallout from this AEW show, which now seems to have uh, Chris Jericho and the Young Bucks as some people's uh, Mount Rushmore's for the greatest wrestler and tag team of all time. Uh, well, I do want to mention that, uh, you know, I did the Q&A with Dave from Chicago and everybody was really nice. And I just mentioned in passing that Fumi Saito, my partner on uh, the Pacific Rim podcast, who's sort of like the Dave Meltzer of Japan, he's connected with everybody. He and I are going to do a show tonight for subscribers on Chris Jericho's early years in Japan. Uh, Fumi knew Chris Jericho really well back then. And he, you know, he and I have talked and he really pegged Chris Jericho for success early on based on a lot of Jericho's personal habits and traits and focus. And we'll talk about that and have it up for subscribers tonight or tomorrow at WrestlingObserver.com. So watch out for that. Have you gotten? Have you seen any of this stuff online? Uh, yesterday it was Chris Jericho. Today it seems to be more of the Young Bucks. With there's a there's a lot of people, or at least a lot of people, bantering about uh, in some circles online. We're talking about where do Chris Jericho and the Young Bucks at the end of the day kind of rate? And obviously, you know, people are getting under each other's skin about it. But if you just kind of take this from a more breezy point of view and just kind of having fun bantering about pro wrestling. You know, these stories still can't be told until I believe we find out exactly what takes place with AEW. But where do you believe that Chris Jericho, do you believe that Chris Jericho and the Young Bucks belong in a conversation that historically would have names such as Fez and the Road Warriors and the Midnight Express and, and Frank Gotch and Ric Flair and all that sort of stuff? Do you, do you believe they even belong anywhere near sniffing that conversation? Um, neither of them yet. I think Chris Jericho, someone brought this up at the Q and a in Chicago and asked where Jericho ranks and Jericho has done some amazing things and reinvented himself and done some great things. No question. But for a, a large portion of his career, whether deservedly or not, he wasn't in a position to draw money. So there aren't a ton of major houses or major pay-per-views where you can say Chris Jericho drew that house. I think you can in recent years point to some. And as AEW goes on, I think that'll give you a better indication on how much money Jericho has drawn in his career. That's that's not an insult. Jericho has done some great things. Young Bucks, on the other hand, uh, with, the, with the founding of AEW, with having the best-selling shirt at Hot Topic, um... They have, I would, in my opinion, they have a more, uh, uh, an easier line to follow as far as a track record for drawing. And I think we'll see how it all goes once AEW gets up and running. Um, when people talk about major tag teams being the greatest of all time, people always pick someone from their generation. And I would say that while history isn't done on the Young Bucks and they're not in the conversation yet, look at their past history and look the way things are poised for the future. And they may be the one tag team of this century 
most poised to join that elite ranking when it comes to drawing money. You know, I kind of like when I first saw it, I kind of recoiled and then I'm thinking, well, I kind of recoil every time somebody brings up sports and it's somebody from my youth or somebody I grew up with as opposed to somebody that is playing now or in my, you know, for some reason, yeah, the feels are always different. And I think Dave Meltzer, as long as a lot of other people have said, you know, you're never going to, you know, the, the, the wrestling you grew up with is odds are the greatest wrestling of all time to you. And that's fair. <laughs> and that's and that's okay. And I was thinking like with the Midnight Express and stuff like that, but I think about also how I talk about the bastardization of tag team wrestling and man, you know, of, of all the teams, the Young Bucks certainly in the last God knows how many years are right up there. Hear the music up against break right now. A whole lot to get into. You can join us if you'd like, one eight hundred eight seven eight play. We'll be back, Wrestling Observer Live. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you 
all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Mike Sempervivi here with you. Jim Valley with you as well. Jim, there's a reason that you have all those pretty shiny Emmys up on your uh, mantelpiece, and I just have replica NWA uh, domed globe title belts on mine. Apparently, the Tallahassee Police Department case still open. The grand second degree of theft, $20,000 to less than $100,000, in parentheses, all other, is still uh, still apparently open right now. So uh, if there's anybody out there, there's a a report that's uh, got a redacted, a uh, portion of it that's got a make and model of the suspect vehicle. I hope it's a white Hummer. Uh, it's just a, well, you know what? I guess the ridiculousness isn't over, uh, isn't over quite yet, Jim, but uh, it's. <laughs> I, for one, look forward to more repo man memes all over Twitter. I, you know, I don't know if you heard me with Brian, you know, I was thinking that whole AEW uh, pre-show that they were doing on Friday that with no notice whatsoever that went up on uh, TNT and we can talk about it, uh, the ratings of it here in a minute. But, you know, I was wondering if how many of their fan base was going to be watching live PD at that moment. And if you and one of those towns could get somebody to get arrested and chant AEW or turn on TNT right now, that could have been the way to do it. So... I'm I'm not sold with as many times as that shows in Florida. I'm not sold that this still somehow isn't all a work. Because if there's one thing that old pro wrestlers have taught me, everything in life is a work. I don't know if it they did that to you or not, but it's uh, true, yeah. brother. You're did you know? Yes, shakes. did you? Super Bowl's fixed, brother. <laughs> life is one eight hundred eight. is real. Yes, one eight hundred eight seven eight play is the number. Hey, you know, before we get to the phones, real quick, you know, I did talk about going out of break about you know tag teams, and I'm thinking to myself, I, I couldn't even name what I think the greatest tag team of all time is because when you exclude Japanese or anywhere else in the world, just look at, at the United States. I mean, the Road Warriors, Midnight Express, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard, and and there's pros and cons for for so many teams. I mean. Do you include three? Do you include the Von Erichs? What about the Freebirds? What about this? What about that? Are you big on these types of lists? Or every once in a while, do you like to banter about with people and kind of throw some of your favorites up there? Or do you find it just to be a complete waste of time and a a complete kind of waste of breath? Here's what drives me crazy about these greatest of all time lists is that people, I mean, Chris, let me give Chris Jericho for an example, just because people often bring him up and you know, anytime a wrestler calls his or herself the greatest or the goat or the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be, people tend to take it beyond the realm of a catchphrase and sometimes go to the realm of believing it. And they talk about, oh, Chris Jericho has reinvented himself. And remember this great promo that Jericho did and his ladder match with Shawn Michaels and 
These are all great things, but those are all subjective. And what matters when you're talking about the greatest of all time in wrestling are metrics, how much money they drew, pay-per-view buys, houses drawn, uh, television ratings. And like I said, for better or for worse, Chris Jericho for most of his career was not put in that position. If, if he made you watch, that's great. But again, that's subjective. So yeah, he came you know, along you, at a time you've where go back the to people who've really drawn. Well, he came along at a time where the, the whole was greater than the sum of its parts. And that's what these companies had, had tried to drive home. And obviously there are certain people that move metrics your John Cena's and people like that. But, jo but obviously Chris Jericho isn't anywhere near that type of realm. Again, no insult to Chris Jericho to not say that he's in the, you know, the rock or John Cena or someone like that, but that's just, that would be a fact. Now, do you put any credence into those who have now said, because the whole is greater than the sum of its parts, how you manipulate yourself outside of the business, how you make money for yourself, you're dancing with the stars, you're acting against how you parlay that becomes now a bigger piece of the puzzle where for a Jesse Ventura, like it going to the wrestling observer hall of fame, you know, the wrestling still is the thing that's first, and then people look at the other stuff as a reason to get him in, whereas there are now people that I believe look at the outside stuff and go, that can be just as big or even more of a reason that somebody gets in. I think it's like the Rock Syndrome, I think, for some people. Oh, he's a, he's a Hall of Famer. He's had a Hall of Fame career. I'm just not sure that he's in that very, very top echelon. If we're talking Hall of Fame, yes, Chris Jericho has done enough and drawn enough to be a hall of famer. He has longevity and innovation. He's been in many countries and done well. He's a hall of famer, even by wrestling observer standards, I would say, but yeah. is he, is he Jim Londos? Is he Luthez? Um, is he stone cold Steve Austin? Is he Hulk Hogan? No, he is. He is at the notch below right now. Could he reach that level? I think that, you know, if, if he is proven to draw a significant amount of money and a significant number of ratings and pay-per-view buys and things like that uh, with AEW right now that you can draw a direct line to him, then maybe we can have that conversation. But right now we cannot. Absolutely. And Shinya Hashimoto, they're just a guy from his generation, you know, who, again, tangible money was selling at the, the Tokyo Dome. But get your thoughts on it. A whole lot going on, too. You know, there was SmackDown last night. There's still a ton of news taking place. Clash of Champions is, is being set up. UFC show this weekend, although I don't think we're going to get much into that. But go to the phones right now. Pat in Knoxville. Pat, how are you and how are you listening? What's up, buddies? I'm on the uh, TuneIn app. The best app there is. So what's going on? What's on your mind? Well, I got to say, it feels good to spend two days inside Jim Valley, first off. That's <laughs> Boy, thank you. Yeah, and if, if the first AEW television show doesn't have Jericho with a guy under a hood and he's going to reveal who stole the belt and it's not the fake Rowan, then I'm not watching AEW anymore. You know what? I don't know about for the first show, but there's a BTE with that written all over it. Maybe get him and that lady who was married to AJ Styles or said she had AJ Styles' baby at TNA for a minute. Get them together. It's got to happen. But on to my serious uh, question, since I have two great wrestling minds here, it's about the King of the Ring tournament and the G1. They both have their strengths. Uh, they both have their um, difficulties. King of the Ring being single elimination, G1, um, higher competition, but you can overcome a loss. So I wanted to get your guys' opinion on which do you think the gambler would do better in, the King of the Ring tournament or a G1 tournament? I'm going to hang up and listen. Thank you, guys. 
Hmm. Jim, do you, do you want to uh, opine about that one? or I Here's what I'm going to say. Based on Toriano uh, beating John Moxley with uh, wrapping his legs up in tape and taping him to Shooter Amino, I'm going to say that the gambler would pull some upsets in the G1 tournament. That said, you look at Chad Gable, and he's doing well right now in the King of the Ring. Is that indicative of what the what the gambler could do? Actually, no, I take that back. I take that back. I think that the gambler is more comparable to Elias. So I'm going to say a first-round victory for the gambler and then eventually losing in the second round. Hmm. You know, I got in my bracket. I have him winning both, so I, I may be a little bit, a little bit biased here. I think where where there may be an issue is if a, WWE would be more to do this. If you were to like do something nefarious, like advertise somebody, uh, you know, who's a little bit weak, you know, somebody like a, a Drew McIntyre, somebody like that, and then replace them with Southern Wrestling Superstar, Independent Wrestling Superstar Bobby Blaze, that may throw the gambler off enough, and, and he may have a tough track that way. But Pat, thank you for that as always uh, with the gambler questions that I need in my life go back to the phones right now Jimon in LA Jimon how are you and how are you listening <laughs> no it's, it's actually Jaime how's it going man I was gonna say Jaime how <laughs> yeah, going, do man? you have a brother named Jimon by chance <laughs> no don't think so well I mean I guess I'm such a usual I, I should be expecting a paycheck pretty soon in my mailbox or something that's um beware <laughs> those did, are officially but- licensed by the NBA the problem is that we spelled your name wrong, so it probably didn't go to your mailbox. It went to some guy named Jimon in Los Angeles who's, who's cashing your money. We also sent you the AEW championship belt. <laughs> nice. I was saying, Be like, careful, it's, it's a little it's hot kind of, right now. It, yeah, like, it, it sucked that Jericho lost it, but it, it, was, it was at least something funny came out of it. Like, I, I love Britt Baker's um, tweet. Like, she wasn't the only one that lost the championship that night, and... Uh, like I think Virgil's was hilarious, the most hilarious. I think he broke the internet. It was like if he was there protecting it, he, he wouldn't have lost it. Well, yeah, he wouldn't have lost it because he wouldn't have known exactly where it went because Virgil would have taken it to a pawn shop and then probably and, left it in a CD motel room, knowing Virgil. But <laughs> no, well, and like knowing Virgil, he would have been somewhere where nobody's there to get his autograph. Oh, terrible! Well, what's going on, man? <laughs> what's on your mind today? Yeah, I wanted to ask you, like. When was the last time like anybody from the Observer uh, interviewed Jim Cornette, or, or have you guys done anything together with him lately? Not like not on his podcast, but like on the Observer. You know, then and I mean, thank you very much for the call. I don't know. It's probably been a little while now. I, I'm I'm I cannot say this for sure. I can say this with ninety nine point nine percent probability, though that. Dave, because of the death of Eddie Marlin, because of – I know he has reached out. I could stake my life on that he's reached out to Jim Cornette to talk about things. On the air, though, I don't know when the last time we had him on was and what it was in reference to, Jim. I don't know if you, you know or not, but if you are a member of the site in the archives, you can search, and he has been on plenty of shows plenty of times. Yeah, I can't think of anything recently. I probably within the last year sounds right. I think they've done something, but I don't recall. My memory's no, not the best. Well, and that's you know we've had Jerry Jarrett on, and I I think maybe you know with uh, with Garrett with Jim coming on, we you, the odds are the, the odds certainly are going to increase. You know of Jim coming back on, but he's also I don't know if people realize how busy Jim Cornette is. I know people he's the old man yelling at the cloud, and regardless of what you think about Jim Cornette. 
as far as his political leanings or his thoughts on wrestling in, of today and, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, he's had a hell of an empire going with the books he's pumping out and the podcasts he's doing and everything else. You can tell you, it's a hell of a thing when you retire, basically, and then you end up working more. Him and Scott Teal both. Be back on the show, Wrestling Observer Live. Now's the time to travel and be with the people you care about the most. And at Holiday Inn and Holiday Inn Express, we're helping you be there for less. Save at least 25% at thousands of hotels worldwide if you book by September 24th. You won't want this moment to pass you by. So book today at HolidayInn.com. Terms and conditions apply. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV Ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV Ears. When you wear TV Ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow100.com the backyard's looking great, Rob. Thanks, man. I was planning on adding a deck, too. Know any good contractors? Why don't you just ask HomeAdvisor? Home what? HomeAdvisor.com. You just tell them about your project, and they match you with local pros that can do the job. Nice. Now, how much does it cost? Oh, HomeAdvisor's totally free to use. Plus, you can read customer reviews, check pricing, and book appointments for free. What's the website again? HomeAdvisor.com. Or just download the free HomeAdvisor app. HomeAdvisor. We're listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. 
Back on the show, Mike Sempervivi alongside Jim Valley, Wrestling Observer Live, radio show that's here with you every day, always here with you. You know who else is going to be here with you later on? Ron Barr, live from South Korea, out there visiting the troops. Sports Byline USA with Ron Barr coming up at 4 p.m. Pacific time from 4 to 6. You know the replay schedule. If you don't know the replay schedule, go up to sportsbyline.com. Check that out. Check us out when we're on, as well as when everything else is on. Podcasts, all interviews, classic shows, all that sort of good stuff. Jim, I don't know if you were ever a, a, a video game player or not, but uh, back in the day, uh, Madden, when it came out, was like a, a revelation. I was not a big video game player, but I did like some sports games like RBI Baseball and things like that. And man, when Madden came out as a as a football fan, it was an absolute godsend from some of the video games that had been out there. But you know who the first voice of those Madden games was? Mark Madden. Thankfully, no. Although, <laughs> although for a hockey game, I might actually take him. Ron Barr, believe it or not, before they had. Added in and decided to go with the, the some or all Madden route, which obviously made sense. But Ron Barr, and that's uh, awesome that uh, he's going to be live today with that show. So, yeah, that is that is the case. Now, reaching back to the past as well, too. I don't know if uh, I know you're around my age, uh, possibly a little older, a little younger. But I think in the in the time span where the Super Mario Brothers Super Show was something that came on after school and 30 years ago today, September 4th. 1989 was the debut of that show and the second life of Captain Lou Albano. Did you ever see that? Is that in your, your, your age group? You know, it's amazing to me that, you know, we all have jobs and we all have work and we all have to maintain a sense of decorum in our lives. Uh, you know, you can't just tell your boss or your coworkers, colleagues to take a flying leap, but Lou Albano could show up to his job drunk as a skunk with his shirt wide open, uh, rubber bands stuck in his ears. He'd get fired on practically a weekly basis, get brought back, and he just fell up his entire career from Cindy Lauper to WrestleMania to becoming Super Mario for a time. What, what did Lou Albano get to do that I don't, that I have to be good and not rely on my id to just do whatever I want impulsively, but... Lou Albano could do a bottle of vodka, hairy chest, shirt open, man boobs hanging out, and he just falls up in life. It's just not fair, Mike. Talking wild. Not just not just that, but just talking and, and talking and talking things he shouldn't talk, which is one of the reasons that Vince McMahon Sr. would legitimately fire him <laughs> on a weekly basis and then he would be saved i guess mostly by bruno san martino i guess to a lesser extent by the uh by the scalunas and, and some of the other people that would surround bruno there but is, <laughs> do you have i mean a, a character who would be the equivalent character because i gotta be honest i Growing up in the time that I did, which was the 80s, you know, basically kind of come into my own as a, as a wrestling fan during the, the Hulkamania boom period, you know, by that point, Captain Lou Albano was not nefarious, not as nefarious. He had the little thing with Cindy Lauper, but he really, by that point, was more of a cartoon character and... I guess he always was a cartoon character, but a lot of the, the, the heat was off as the, the WWF and as the wrestling business changed. Was there, and during his prime, though, he was, you know, he was a 
a slob. He was all of those things he was later on, but he was also a devious mind. He was also somebody set up as dangerous. Was there a West Coast or a, a Pacific Northwest equivalent to Lou Albano that you grew up with and then maybe two that you didn't you didn't respect as much then, you know, the the work then until, you know, a little bit later on down the line where you had a chance to step back and see exactly what they did? Well, I mean, I guess you know, we didn't have managers in the Don Owen territory, but probably Lonnie Maine. You know, he drank a lot. He was crazy. He did a lot of crazy things, uh, you know, but he was extremely popular. So, yeah, maybe maybe Lonnie Maine, I guess, might be, even though he was he had a longer wrestling career than Lou Albano did. But, yeah, maybe maybe Lonnie Maine. Hmm. I was wondering about that. It's uh, Lonnie Maine, too. It's it was about. Oh, God, I just saw the had the clips because I put them up after a, a solo show last week. This was around the time in the, the late 70s where. Lonnie Maine's accident happened and they had the the tournament for the U.S. heavyweight title, which I believe ended up being the first time that Buddy Rose had won the San Francisco version of that title uh, was after the the shakeout with Maine and, and all that sort of stuff. A lot of that stuff that's up online that that from San Francisco and, and certainly from the Portland stuff, most of that stuff is Buddy Rose's, correct? At least they, they came from his VCR, it came from his archives. The early stuff, yeah, the very early stuff that you see online, the uh, the late 70s, very early 80s, before the proliferation of VCRs, that's why the early Portland shows, all that is is Buddy taping and watching his stuff. As a matter of fact, my friend Rich Patterson, uh, Buddy's widow, gave him all of the tapes, and Rich had to spend a considerable amount of money to uh, transfer some of the video because some of the tapes are on a format that predates VHS and beta and everything. So he had to spend a considerable amount of money. And then, of course, someone decided to to take his footage and stick it all on YouTube without his permission. But that's just kind of the way the world works. But, yeah, that's all buddy <laughs> stuff. <primarily. laughs> oh, no. Figures. It's oh, kind of like finding the cornet tapes. Speaking of the Northwest, you know, I do the Portland WrestleCast for subscribers. And I'm not sure if the show is free or not, but it's up on the website uh, it's with a American wrestler who wrestled under the name of John Rambo because he looked like kind of looked like the Rambo character. But he wrestled in the Northwest. And in 94, he was in what he thought was a worked match with Art Barr. And Art Barr shot on him and broke his face for real uh, mm. because they thought that he was a stooge in the dressing room, stooging off the Oregon Boxing and Wrestling Commission. And he tells the story in great detail um, I just happened to uh, uh, put this together thanks to Wrestling Observer Live on Saturday because a caller called and asked about John Rambo. So I told the story and that inspired me to contact Rambo. So that show is up for subscribers right now. I would encourage you to listen to it. People always love stories about shoot matches. And this, it's unfortunate what happened to Rambo, but it is a great story to hear. Well, the show you do is so very important because it's a territory, I think, number one, a lot of this wrestling history is slipping away. And every time somebody passes away, you know, it just it's it's heartbreaking, whether they be an older wrestler or a historian or, or an, you know, somebody like a Scott Williams or somebody like that. It's always hard. And, you know, that Portland territory for a lot of us was you know, it was it, it was a unicorn. You know, we didn't have the chance to see it. It wasn't on FNN score. If it wasn't on easily syndicated to the eastern half of the country or anything like that. And for me, in 
in living where I did in the DMV, you know, there were a couple that were like that. Continental was like that because of how closed their doors were. Memphis was like that. But at least I got to see them a little bit later on. When it came to Portland, I mean, I, I don't think I'm alone in this. You know, a lot of that history would be gone. And it's really important to hear some of the things that, that you've done on that show, really from Jump Street. What has the reaction been like to it? And how do you view your place with doing this show? Because I know you're linked in with the Arcadian Vanguard and you see what Ron Fuller has done with the, the, telling the important stories of Knoxville and the Knoxville Atlanta wrestling wars that otherwise would have been lost to history. And he has done some important stuff by doing by doing that show. How do you feel about yours and, and, and what you've been able to produce so far? You know, I don't think I'm even top five when it comes to Pacific Northwest wrestling historians. I just think that at this point in history, I'm the person who's best equipped to do it as far as having the Observer platform and the ability to do these podcasts and my radio background to tell a story. So, um, you know, I've learned a lot in these things. You know, speaking of people uh, passing on, I was able to get an interview with Larry the Axe Hennig um, like a month before he passed away last fall. And we talked about his son, Kurt, who kind of wasn't his first territory, but his first territory where he got to be on top was Portland. And he and Kurt held the Pacific Northwest Tag Team Championship together. And Larry tells the story of, you know, he doesn't remember everything, but he tells the story of how his family took the train to go out to Portland and win the championship and how the entire family made a family vacation out of it. And so he doesn't necessarily remember like all the details of the matches or anything in the dressing room, but he does tell some really nice stories about what it meant as a family for father and son to win Kurt's first championship in professional wrestling with his dad in the Don Owen territory. Um, he also tells the story they were out fishing on the Columbia River and they uh, came across, uh, I think it's still there, a fairly well-known nudist colony that's in the Portland area as they were coming around the corner in their boat fishing. <laughs> they came across a place that's known as Rooster Rock. And so there's some pretty funny stories. Each week, you know, I always try to get the the, the stories that, the outlaw road stories that can only be told in the world of wrestling. That's really my goal each week. So even if, even if you're not necessarily familiar with Portland or don't even care about Portland, I always try to aim for at least one really good only in wrestling type story every week. And just, you know, Mike, I live a boring life. You live a boring life, very mundane. And these outlaw road stories are just the thing that I love about wrestling's past. So you don't have to be a historian to appreciate, you know, a story about Art Barr coming up from Mexico to uh, assault a wrestler for his dad's sake. Uh, you don't have to be a, a historian to, to hear about uh, Kurt Hennig and his dad, you know, coming around to find Rooster Rock and other things. So there's some there's some really good stories in there. And you also learn about the territory. Now, there was a really uh, heart wrenching story. And I don't know if you had a chance to tell this story on Observer Live yet or anything like that. I know you have it in other places, but can you talk a little bit about the show you did with, with Tony Rayborn and, and that? With, with with Buddy and then that relationship, which obviously it was a surprise to you as you were going through uh, some 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 curveballs that she threw you as, as far as the interview yeah. went. Yeah, I knew that they had a tumultuous relationship. I wasn't aware that it reached the level that it did. So when she was talking to me, and this was, you know, 40 years ago. So, 
it was a long time ago and she's moved on her life and has a ha- has had a healthy, happy and successful life with children. And, and so she's moved on and she's a survivor, but, um, I was misinformed, shall we say about the exact nature of their relationship. And I felt really bad because, um, according to her and buddy isn't here to defend himself, but according to her, uh, buddy was very abusive and it started pretty much from the beginning. And she tells a story that was, um, you know, not pleasant to hear. And, um, history, many people who have done, who are very good at what they do or are historically significant, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're good people. And she tells a story of a, of another side of buddy. And a lot of people have, have looked at me and going, Oh, well then buddy got into the WWE hall of fame. And I'm like, well, yeah, but buddy Rose is no longer with us. Buddy Rose cannot make money anymore. And I really don't see the purpose. It's like, even though he's in the, the secondary WWE hall of fame, it's like, that's going to be forgotten if it's not forgotten already. I didn't really see that it, in this culture that it's necessary to cancel a guy who's already dead and will already be forgotten. And, you know, buddy went on and remarried and, uh, you know, I don't need to make life miserable for his widow, but yeah, it's a very serious show. You should check it out in the archives. It is absolutely a great show. One of many great shows up on the site, including, uh, the, the Antonio Thomas, uh, sports show where he goes through the fantasy draft, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a different time. Be back, put a bow on this thing. Mike Sempervivi, Jim Valley, Wrestling Observer Live. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, Get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517.
Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Attention business owners. Now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800 470 7113 800-470-7113 800-470-7113 That's 800-470-7113 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Mike Semper, Vivi here with you. Jim Valley also here with you, Wrestling Observer Live. Coming up a little bit later on, Sports Byline USA with Ron Barr, live from South Korea, visiting the troops, coming up 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time. You can always find us here as well. Just go up to the uh, sportsbyline.com website or wrestlingobserver.com website to hear the many ways you can listen to this show. And, Jim, uh, tomorrow is Thursday. Are you, are you going to make it three in a row? Uh, probably not. I would imagine uh, Dave Meltzer will be here with actual news and information and insight. So I'd much rather hear that. That's uh, some of that insight is surely going to be about AEW and all the shakeout that came from there. And in the very little bit of time we have left, if you put B Priestley and Sadie Gibbs into a small room with a burlap sack of hammers, who will come out walking? Uh, my money's on B Priestley, but hopefully that uh, we won't get to that level. I'm sure some of that information will be in there for those people who uh, who didn't hear about that story. A little dust up between these longtime good and close friends <laughs> taking place uh, reportedly at the AEW show. And probably the big news coming up this week uh, on our last, by the way, as we talk, you know, these Wednesdays are going to get really uh, hectic here very soon talking about what's going to be coming up Wednesday nights on NXT and, and AEW TV but uh, Baltimore the tickets go on sale for the pay-per-view coming up November 9th full gear at the Baltimore Arena the Royal Farms uh, Arena those tickets go on sale on Friday so I know a lot of people are going to be interested in that and how those tickets take uh, how those ticket sales go I don't think it's going to be an issue. Some people are uh, wondering that uh, D.C. and Baltimore being too close together are going to be a pain. I don't think so at all. But, uh, Jim, I want to thank you very much, my friend. And if you're not here tomorrow, we'll definitely check you out this weekend. Thanks, man. Absolutely. Everybody out there, I want to thank you for joining us. I want to thank producer Scott and everybody else that helps make this show possible. My name is Mike Sempervivi. This was Wrestling Observer Live. And as Brian always says, we will talk to you again after a while. 